0: A. You're a Tao. Do you know what today is? God, I'm really bad at it this Sunday. It's our 50th podcast! Woah 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 That was my really cool sound effects because we haven't and put the time and effort to have the, like, cool ones.
1: And we're your better sidekicks! Oh, I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> Do you know what this means? That we've sat down here in your basement at least 50 times.
1: Well, not at least 50 times because we didn't... T- do all of our podcasts from my basement at least 45 (laughs) if you
0: guys are new to the podcast i'm Liv. this is m m say hi no talman and we are psychic mediums we are here to talk about all things metaphysical paranormal spiritual and i don't know we're talking to nature
1: spirits today guys we are it's exciting I will also have you guys know, we went to a park to talk to said nature spirits, and there's a lot of snow. <laughs> it is winter time. we sidekicks, all things metaphysical. <laughs> nature spirits.
0: Uh, so, yeah, she's right. We uh, hiked like six miles,
1: <laughs> probably yeah. at so, least. Our patrons were interested in us doing more like everyday things, but having our mediumship integrated into it. Yeah, like show off how we perceive the world normally.
0: Although I don't understand how like going to the woods with a video camera in your hand in the middle of winter
1: well <laughs> is normal <laughs> in order to talk to the trees. Well, you we don't need to be there, but it does add a sense of charm to the video. I mean, if
0: you're the Lorax, maybe that's everyday for you, but <laughs> does the Lorax have a YouTube channel? If he does, we is should collab the Lorax
1: a nature spirit. <laughs> I don't uh, know, ask Dr. Seuss. He's probably a part of the creative conscious. <laughs> well, yeah, because Dr. Seuss. Because Dr. Seuss.
0: Anyways, Dr. Seuss, are you listening? <laughs> it's funny because he's dead.
1: <laughs> Can you talk to him? <laughs> uh. So we went into a very wooded area. There was also a river, so there was a various spirits that we talked to, one of which was the actual spirit of the forest.
0: What if we would have went to a mall and talked to the nature spirits of the trees and the big pots? (laughs) Sorry, you went to, you said we went to a heavily wooded area and I was like, it wasn't the mall. (laughs) Where else do we talk to nature spirits? And then Gojo's like, well, you could talk to nature spirits if you went to the mall. There's potted plants. Jesus Christ. Sorry, these are the things that go on in my head.
1: (laughs) Well, there is Actually, okay, so there's spirits within the trees, obviously, because trees have souls, but the forest itself had a being as well. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was a small blip towards the end of the thing. My, my toes were
0: starting to freeze.
1: <laughs> yes, but I think it's interesting because he's kind of like, if you guys have seen avatar the last airbender the black and white spirit of that forest the hay spirit he Mm. was kind of like that but the way he presented himself to Liv and i was like a patronus charm from harry potter
0: which is absolutely spectacular because when we recorded the youtube video we both said the same thing at the same time well similar i said do you see him as like like a a stag well, I said a stag, but like a, uh, like a fog or something. And you're like, I seem like a Patronus. Like I said fog and you said Patronus. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> it's so funny. Cause I feel like people on the internet, especially my fiance, think that we just like play off of each other when we're saying things. Like I'll say one thing and then the uh, like, M will just agree with it, but we literally said it at the same time, which like, in my my eyes my science eyes (laughs) it just proves that we don't and it's funny that it showed us as showed itself as a stag too because that was the patronus that M was seeing
1: yeah so basically uh we were speaking to this spirit of the forest and if you guys have listened to our graveyard video there was a what was the word that we were called them I don't know there was a Did spirit call of the it a gatekeeper? Yes, the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper yeah. of the cemetery. This forest spirit was kind of like the gatekeeper of the forest. The way that he like explains it to me is he's like the director of the nature or of this forest. So he's the one that tells the other lower beings within this forest what needs to be done and what needs looking after. Does that make sense? Oh. I perceived him as he says you're not wrong Mm -hmm. you were just getting
0: the parts that you wanted questions to but the way he explains it to me is he or they are like like a silent overseer like he shows me like a clipboard he writes everything that are going on and then reports to the higher spirits of the forest but
1: i'm not sure what are the higher spirits of the forest
0: those would be like the elemental spirits oh well okay that's different (laughs) oh yeah so I don't know.
1: Can you talk to the elemental spirits of the forest? I mean I was. We were talking to
0: this the what is it the sky where the snow comes from because you're like can you talk to the snow and I was like the snow has nothing to say but the sky is going to talk about the snow because the sky created the snow and then we were talking about to the freaking wind spirits and it was like actual spirits in the wind. Hmm. Yeah it was weird. (laughs) Sorry (laughs) it makes me think about like Well, how do I explain this? Okay, so the wind is made of spirits. Like as a collective? As a collective, yes. Because they're like, yes, the wind is air, but spiritually it is spirits that make up the air or like give essence to the air. But my gojo brain is going, (laughs) it's just like if someone (laughs) were to like rub their butt against your face because they go like oh, so the wind is whipping against my face and you like see somebody with like their hair blowing in the wind but and then you look at you
1: wind? like
0: put on your uh your like metaphysical 3D goggles that you got from like the f- movie theater and it's just like ghosts that look like quintessential ghosts what is it that are the- blowing things so. <sighs> what well, like the thing that like people in sheets they're like showing their booty flaps to you <laughs> I have face. no idea what
1: you're talking about.
0: I'm trying to explain the visual things that I see in my head. Okay. So someone's like. But they're like, really weird. Yeah. Someone's like, I love when the wind whips through my face. You know, like a like a Jack in what's her name from the Titanic thing. Oh, God. Do you God. feel like you're flying, Jack? Jesus. But like when you look at the wind through her hair, it's actually just ghosts like mooning her. Wow. Because they're like, we are the spirits the of the wind. About.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like the guy from Brave where he's like, take a f- like, these strides. But he's like mooning people with his kilt. It's like that. But those are the spirits of the wind.
1: Well, when we were talking to the wind too, I told you that they were <laughs> fairies in the wind. Wind fairies. Because mooning they were the you. airbenders. Mooning you. No, not mooning you. <laughs>
0: uh, the fairies are the ones that help the wind spirits directionally.
1: Yes. Yeah. Anyways. But there's also fairies within, like, the stream where the waterfall is. But it was on the outskirts of the uh, waterfall.
0: What? The really cool thing was, okay, when I see fairies, I usually get, like, um gets the same thing. But you hear, like, tinkling, and there's, like, a light color associated with their essence. And, uh... They give you, like, happy, kind of go-lucky, mischievous, twinkly, forward energy. However, there were, like, these things that weren't fairies but work kind of with the fairies. But they're different, I guess, in the hierarchy of fairydom. And they were in certain parts of the river because they were there to protect it. But the thing that was weird about them was that their energy was very, like, scroungy and, like... Goopy. Non-approachable. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, these things give me negative vibes or what I my human brain would associate as negative vibes. But the forest was like, they're not negative. The reason they give you as a person those like get away, fuck off vibes is because they're employed by the nature spirits in the fairies to protect these certain parts of the river. Because this certain part of the river right here has been rerouted by people to make this park traversable by humans for humans but that's not what rivers are supposed to do rivers are supposed to carve out their own path so now that the humans have moved it and made this like culvert pipe you can walk over um, these little tiny grumbly spirits are here to ward humans away from them so that the river can be protected and continue carving its path through existence
1: which i think was freaking cool yeah, it was wild. It was really
0: weird. Because I was like, I don't know. Are these things supposed to be here? They make me feel uncomfortable. Maybe I got to like do a little dance and like shake my metaphysical booty cheeks to make them go away.
1: Feast your eyes. Because I feel like a normal person would walk up to that and feel unwanted. Yeah. Like, it made it feel like that pool of water was dirty. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. Which is interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. So, it was cool that that's how they like explained it.
1: So... What else do you got to say, Em? Well, we can talk about how people feel within nature. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: I'll go first since I'm a flower child. So we try to do like office style interviews of ourselves on this rock that I brushed the snow Christ. off of. But Em's never watched The Office. So please tell her that she needs to. It makes you feel like you have to take a shower for like the first five episodes. But then once you get into it, it's great.
1: I don't know. <laughs> Ugh.
0: Anyways, um, so, you know, most or I would say a lot of, like, preppy um, motivational speakers are just, like, or metaphysical motivational speakers because I feel like a lot of people that are in the metaphysical world are, like, motivational, I guess. I don't know. Do you think that we're motivational in the metaphysical aspect?
1: I don't know what you mean. (laughs) Motivational for what? Everything.
0: I feel like a lot of people in the metaphysical, like, industry are like you just have to believe if you do this one thing step on your right foot don't forget it put this crystal in your pocket and stare into the sun you'll feel
1: free i don't think it's like that we're not telling people to believe in things
0: well exactly oh. i'm just saying my impression of other people within the metaphysical industry oh, got you. are like that
1: i see i okay. was like i don't think they need to believe in anything i think that's what spirituality is yeah
0: <laughs> which is what we try to do is educate you with the funny dad jokes on spirituality, because I think our take on it is not Different. like the industry. But yeah, do you think that we're like one of those people?
1: Do I think that we are doing that? No. Okay, good.
0: Okay. I don't think so, too. And if any of you ever think that we're being metaphysically motivational or one of those motivational metaphysical people, please You let just us gotta know.
1: believe.
0: And the only reason we say that is because we're quoting Spongebob. <laughs> with your imagination. Anyways... So I feel like the metaphysical, motivational people or just the motivational, unmetaphysical people are like, you just got to get lost in the woods. You feel like you're in a stump, a rut. Your world is ending and you're unhappy with everything within existence. You just got to move off the grid. Do nothing. Only live off the trees. Listen to the trees. The trees whisper to you. Do you see the sun? Do you feel the sun? It's great. Get lost in the woods and then everything will be better. I... Don't ever say it like, yeah, I don't think I like to say it like that. However, I am a flower child. I love to be happy and wear lots of pink colors and smell roses and like stop and stare into the sun. <laughs> That's
1: why she's blind, guys. She <laughs> stares into the sun.
0: <laughs> but I think when you go out into the nature, it makes me feel good. So like maybe they're onto something. Maybe the way they word it, I don't agree with. But I think overall, if I'm feeling down. I like to go outside and sit in the woods and just be quiet, preferably in a body of water, whether that be a lake, a stream, a puddle. I mean, I'm like a duck. If you put me in a puddle, oh God, I love it. So um, going into nature for me feels good, but I think it's because as a medium, I can talk to the trees, but it's not just because I can talk to the trees and all of the living things in it, like Snow White or something. I don't know. I feel like I'm Snow White, but I make fart jokes.
1: Jesus. A
0: deer comes by and it like a bird lands on my shoulder and there's like soft music playing in the background. And I'm like, hey, did you smell that Are we downwind? Jesus Christ. <laughs> the deer pukes and runs away. The bird falls off my shoulder. Anyways, dude, I'm losing it. This is our second podcast and like we did two videos today and hiked six miles and all I've eaten is French fries
1: <laughs> and a cheeseburger and a cheeseburger and a coffee
0: Coffee. Coffee? I also had a piece of pizza. Desperation. It's a lot of food for today. I guess it's fine. so. It's not fine. enough food for my brain. It's though. more than what I ate. <laughs> so I think that the reason when people go out into the woods, whether they're a medium or not, is because the vibrations, you're more in tuned or you're a person that's more in tuned to the vibrations. If you are receptive to feeling them, even if you can't communicate with them as like a medium, it's still going to influence the vibrations of your physical frequency and or spiritual frequency, however you want to, I don't know, think about that. But that would be nature. You would be someone, if you enjoy going out into nature, to enjoy it. I feel like you are someone that is receptive to the frequencies that nature gives
1: off. However- does the nature spirits have anything to do with that? Like, are they causing that to happen?
0: It depends on the person. I mean, I realize, like, if someone is
1: open and going out, is it just passively happening? Or are the nature spirits trying to, like, round you? I think it is, I would say,
0: 100% of the time, it is passively influencing you. However- There can be times and places and situations in which they could, like, actively influence you. If you really need it and there's, like, some sort of spiritual, whether that be, like, a past loved one or a spirit guide, they
1: Mm -hmm. might
0: work together to do that for you.
1: Yeah, because they show me sounds of each different type of nature. And when someone is walking on it, it, like, tunes the sounds within the person Mm. as if you were, like, retuning a guitar. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's really cute. Mm-hmm. So, M, the dark side of my soul, how does nature feel, may, make you feel? So, you're, I hate it. Chocolate. <laughs> I remember chocolate. No, I
1: like <laughs> nature. I just hate the sun.
0: <laughs> As she puts her hand on top of her, like, does the, what is it, the Italian gesture and rolls the <laughs> eyes so hard. That the earth actually slowed down a little bit.
1: My life would be better if everything could just happen when it was dark or the sun just didn't happen at all. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Which makes sense because as you guys know, Liv and I are twin flames. Liv is the flower child. I am darkness itself. (laughs) Darkness Everdeen. Yes, darkness Everdeen. And the reason why I have a hard time with the sun is I, because I am autistic, I have sensory overload at all points in time the sun is one of those things not only can i hear the frequencies coming off of the sun because the sun is a lot of things so sun is like a collective of a lot of different energies but it sounds like different high-pitched frequencies bouncing off of everything and then it's also physically overstimulating because it is overly bright and it's overly hot i wish it was just dark all the time she's laughing what are you laughing about
0: i'm gonna show you something because every time you tell me that the sun is loud this is the the only thing no
1: i swear to god (laughs) if you pull up that weird sun singing thing from rick and morty or whatever it's from
0: what it doesn't lose my shit it doesn't sing i promise i fucking hate
1: that shit what
0: you hate what shit
1: that weird sun is think it's from Rick and Morty. <laughs> Do it. Alright. Wow, hey, look you guys, the sun's rising.
0: <laughs> is that that's how I think I
1: fucking it. hate the sun. <laughs> <laughs> but because I'm autistic but also a psychic medium, I can perceive all of those frequencies at the same time and it's overwhelming. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't understand how you don't think that's awesome. Because you tell me the when sun I was in is loud. Because when I was in college, I was having that played at me by the said people we hung out with. <laughs> You mean I know ex- Jordan? Yes!
0: <laughs> Send people, one person.
1: <laughs> I'm trying not to out them on our podcast because mm-hmm. they probably also hate me. There's going to be a Jordan for
0: every Jordan that everyone else knows is a Jordan. This one was a ginger and he used to get drunk while watching Rick and Morty. And he had a puppet that was a, was it a iguana? An iguana. <laughs> when he'd get drunk. He'd get out the iguana puppet and make it talk. And his name was Mr. Jup-Jup and he had a New York accent.
1: (laughs) And he used to play the sun screening all the time. (laughs) One of the reasons why I hate the sun. I...
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. (laughs) But, um... (laughs) With going on with that. There are people that don't like nature at all. And I feel like those people. Are very closed off. And we went into like. How neurodivergency. uh, I don't know. Aids in psychic abilities. People who are neurodivergent. Are more likely to. Be able to listen to the psychic things. That are happening around them. So being a psychic medium is very much about listening, like shutting up and listening. So I feel like the people that do not like nature and do not want to be in nature are the kinds of people that don't want to just sit and listen to the things that are around them. Yes,
0: they're very based in physicality, which I guess nature is physicality, but it's different than like things that people create. It's outside of them.
1: I guess there is less control over nature mm-hmm. because it's more organic. So being within a space where they can control is what they want. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Uh,
0: yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's hard for me to understand. In the video we talk about, like M said, being neurodivergent. We think that there's a correlation between people with neurodivergence and also having metaphysical abilities because, What we talk about specifically in the video is that, yeah, my mother at one point was a psychology major. And during her studies, she was able to sit in on a, what is it, research study on an experimental drug for, or medicine for people with autism. And in the 80s, these individuals within the test group would be Um, categorized as high-functioning autistic autism, something like that, and she told me that one of the coolest things that she learned about was before they started talking about, you know, the things that they experienced on the drug versus off the drug, yada, 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 science experiment stuff, one of the participants was looking at the fan in the room, which was on full blast. So, Somebody asked them in the study, oh, why do you keep looking at the fan? And I feel like most people that take the time to understand autism spectrum and things like that is that the overarching theme is when you're autistic things around you, you have a high perception of things around you to the point where it could be overwhelming. So for this person, their answer to the scientist when it prompted, why are you staring at the fan? They said, oh, I'm just counting how many blades are on the fan. And the people in the study, the scientists were like, the fan is on full blast. How are you perceiving or counting the fan blades when it looks like a blur? And they're like, it doesn't look like a blur. There are six blades on that fan. What are you talking about? So I asked M today, can you count the blades of a fan by looking at it when it's on full tilt?
1: And I don't understand why other people can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really interesting to me the way that people talk about people with autism, because they talk about it like like it's an oddity, and it's just my life. Uh huh. And then <laughs> it's so weird. Similarly, but different. Like I you're am- like it's interesting this specific study with autistic people, and I'm like other people can't do that? No. (laughs) Why is that interesting? Because we can't (laughs) do it. That is my every (laughs) day.
0: So I think it's interesting, you know, contrasting to autism, but kind of similar, ADHD. That is what I have. I do not have any, I don't know, clinical diagnosis of autism, unlike M, but I'm not
1: clinically diagnosed.
0: Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that if you can count the blades on a fan while it's going full tilt, just based off of that story. (laughs) You've sent me things though, where it was like
1: characteristics of autism in early development. Oh, I 100% am autistic, but am I diagnosed by a medical professional? No. Why not? Because I am a white woman. (laughs) So going into that, a lot of doctors not only perceive the way that I interact because I know how to mask, but because- that you're a woman, not because you're autistic? Well, there is a perceived notion that people who are women do not have autism because all of the studies are based upon young men. Interesting. Yes, so getting diagnosed as an autistic woman, you would have to find a doctor that believes that women can have autism. That's like seatbelt studies. Did
0: you know for the safety testing of seatbelts, every single car seatbelt has only been tested statistically on male anatomy?
1: Well, I mean, it makes sense.
0: So the safety of you wearing a seatbelt as a woman has never actually been tested. Yeah. (laughs) Which is why (laughs) women usually get hurt more in car
1: crashes than men, whether you're wearing a seatbelt. So anyways. Yeah, getting diagnosed as a woman would be traumatic. Unless I find someone that is very specialized and it would cost a lot of money in order to do so.
0: Mm. Yeah, I don't think I have the same spectrum of autism as you if I were autistic. However, I have been clinically diagnosed with ADHD. But you did send me a few videos on autism just to help me understand things that you were looking at. And there was one of them where it was like 16 or 12 different symptoms of, of early childhood development. With autism. And uh, I think I had like five or six.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: which I thought was interesting. One of which my mom talked about last week. The like walking on your toes. Mm-hmm. I did that till I was probably 17. And then I just got too fat and it hurt my feet. So I didn't
1: do it anymore. And people would start to say things. Did you they were line older. up your toys? Like was there a specific place for each one of your toys? I do that now. <laughs> that is also, an early sign of autism. I
0: also have a really...
1: Because I also have ADHD as well. Mm. I am autistic and ADHD, but my autism is probably stronger than the ADHD because basically what happens is autism simplifies all of the information that I'm getting, whereas being ADHD does the opposite of that. So I have a lot of things like ADHD complex, like makes things complex. Mm -hmm. So I take all of that complexity from being ADHD And then my autism just simplifies each one of them. So I have a lot of things going on at once, but I don't seem as if I have a lot of things going on because my autism simplifies each one of them.
0: And true to being your twin flame, I would think twice the opposite.
1: Yep, I know. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, so when you ask me, do you have autism? I don't know because your ADHD overshadows it.
0: Mm. Yeah, one of the things that I like to do is I like to
1: count things. That is also an autistic thing
0: yeah I noticed it when I was maybe like six or seven that I started doing it consciously but I would get bored or like almost like obsessive obsessive about counting things and I still do it while I'm driving and it's like a way that I use to cope with the things on my mind so I'll count things And I'll count them in different ways. I like even ways instead of odd ways. I don't really like odd numbers. They make me uncomfortable unless I can rationalize how to take an odd number and make
1: it an even number. It's why a lot of people get misdiagnosed with obsessive-compulsive disorder instead of autism. Mm, Because obsession is a symptom of autism. Ah, yeah. It's uh, hyperfixations on different things or special interests. You become obsessive about things, people, and... Things that you're doing.
0: But, anyways, the whole point of this giant tangent of a conversation is when we are perceiving the metaphysical, like we already said, it's just frequencies. The metaphysical is always there. And I like to use the word metaphysical, not paranormal or spiritual or occult or whatever, because I, for me personally, metaphysical is just things outside or extra of the physical, which is. What ghosts would be and ghosts would be considered paranormal or like residual spirits, things like that. They are outside of the realms, however, still associated with the physical. When we're talking about spiritual beings, whether it be deities or time or space, those are things outside of. But for us, since we're humans, correlated to and outside of the physical. So I like to say metaphysical. So our perception of the metaphysical is not things that aren't there. It's just that they're always there. And for whatever reason, as mediums, we are able to intercept, understand, and communicate with those things. Because it's just energy. You interact with a desk. A desk is just the physical form of energy. Because it exists, its particles exist at a frequency, making it solid. However, the things that we're talking to
1: exist at a frequency, but it's not solid. Well, it's like when people say that silence has a sound. Like the sound of silence. There are people that don't understand what that word is. And then there are other people that are like, I know what you mean. Are you one of the people that can hear silence? I
0: I would characterize a silence as a sound. Exactly. Because even if you're like, there's this room that has like a negative, like six decibel or something crazy. I don't think it's negative, but it's like some really, really, really quiet room that when you go into it, it is so quiet. And there is such a little influence of outside sound or noise that you start to like hear your own heartbeat, your blood rushes in your ears. You can like hear bodily functions and people start to like lose their shit. But I'm like,
1: there are people that believe that silence doesn't make a sound.
0: Isn't that the same thing as if a tree falls in the woods? Does it still make a sound, or does I don't know what it, Smokey the Bear hear it? <laughs> that's exactly what we're talking about. Uh, I mean, it still makes a sound. You're just not there to perceive it. Same thing with metaphysical stuff. Just because you can't perceive it doesn't mean that it's there. Just because or your you neuro
1: are perceiving it, but the physical sound is covering it up. Aha. Uh-huh. because that's how I perceive Claire. Audience mm-hmm. is. You just hear all of the very loud noises that are making this silence sound. So you can't hear anything below that. So that's why I, I tell people if you want to strengthen clear audience, you have to be able to separate sounds when there's a lot of sound happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But the whole thing about the autism, ADHD, neurodivergent idea is three people were standing in a room when the one person was looking at the fan. With autism. Then there was my mother and then there was the scientist. Every single one of those individuals was experiencing the same surroundings physically. However, their perception of that one thing, the fan, is different. Right. So just because you can't perceive or hear the metaphysical doesn't mean it's not there. And we have a hypothesis that neurodivergent people, since you are more perceptive or at least influenced by the physical things around you and are able to analyze them in a way that neurotypical people wouldn't. That is why your clairs or your ability to perceive metaphysical things may be more adept. Yeah. But if you're one of those people that doesn't like to go out in nature, now <laughs> you probably aren't one of those. Or you have ego, which is um, everybody has ego. I have ego. M has ego. It's just in a much more crushing density.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. When we were talking about this in the woods.
0: (laughs) While my toes were freezing.
1: (laughs) We had two spirits come forward and start telling us about neurodivergence as well. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. There was a man and a woman and they were explaining things to me in the sense of, because Liv asked me, is it... People who are neurodivergent are psychic mediums. Like, can you be a psychic medium and not be neurodivergent? And they were explaining to me that, yes, you can be a medium and not be neurodivergent. However, it is much easier for you to realize your mediumship abilities when you are neurodivergent. Because you have those extra sensory perceptions of things based upon your disorder. Yeah. I thought
0: it was cool, so we talked to some trees. It makes me think about Nacho Libre, where he like runs away because he can't be with the love of his life, and then he sings a song about it before he's about to like go into a luchador match so that he can win <laughs> enough money to keep the orphanage open. he's like, oh, oh, I don't know. I saw some trees. I ate some grass. I wiped my tears. Oh my god, with my hands. <laughs> if Jack Black hears this. I think I already talked about Jack Black in one of our <laughs> past podcasts about meeting him. Have you ever heard any of these things? Jesus. Oh, Jack Black, let's do a duet. We don't even have to talk about anything metaphysical. I, I can be normal. I promise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we also talked about, again, we just talked about our perception of like night and day. Oh, yeah. I think it's interesting that Liv, <laughs> was very clairvoyant and reliant on her sight, likes when things are bright. Except for the fact that I'm blind. Yes, and and my vision is not
0: very good. I'm not legally blind yet. However, it is one of my actual fears. Because
1: you describe the fact that you are afraid of the dark because you instinctually are afraid of not being able to see the things within the dark. Yeah, but also as a
0: child growing up as a medium, (laughs) I'm much more scared about the things that I feel that are looking at me
1: because you have this attachment to sight. You have this value of sight.
0: Yeah. But even when I was a kid as a medium and I started telling spirit, don't show me what you look like. Then I just had the feeling of being stared at, but I couldn't actually see the face that wasn't present staring at me. So when I'm in the dark, my brain just goes into overdrive of like, things could be staring at you. And I'm like, Oh God, I feel like there's bugs on me. Jesus, Because I felt like someone was staring at me in the daytime, but it's daytime. So I'm like, okay, I don't see anyone staring at me. So I'm just going to like turn my back the way, like the opposite direction of where I feel like someone's staring at me and then just slowly back away shooting finger guns. But if I'm in the dark, I'm like, they can't see me shooting finger guns. Now I'm not safe.
1: But their spirit and they don't have eyes (laughs) I'm not
0: telling you that it's rational I'm just telling you my rationale
1: (laughs) well for me I like the dark the dark makes me feel better because it is quieter so it's interesting that I say quieter because I am very clear audience I almost feel like I was like blind in some sense of the word in one of my past lives because I am so reliant on sound where other people are more reliant on their visual information. Like when I walk around, I literally look at the ground and I navigate through the sounds that I hear where I don't think normal people do that.
0: Yeah, Normal sighted people. I just know that I've gotten better at you not scaring me when you walk up to my desk because I know the lack of sound that your walking makes. Yes. So I just know it's you now.
1: Yeah, because I'm one of those people that if I'm watching a movie and someone seems familiar, once they open their mouth and speak, I will know exactly who it is just based upon their voice because <laughs> of that voice recognition. Whereas a lot of people have facial recognition, I have voice recognition. Mm. But it's also why my name is so common. If I don't recognize your voice, I will not respond to you. <laughs> You're like, you don't know me. Well, it's because I have always been in a class where there's at least another Emily.
0: I had um, the grades below me. There were two other Olivias. However, they had to
1: duke out who was the coolest because I was the only Olivia in my grade. And if you would notice, when someone is talking to you versus talking to someone else named Olivia, they say your name in a certain way. That's how you know they're talking to you. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, like,
0: so if there's a group of Olivias in the room, I would know which, okay, so if like the three of us, the
1: three Olivias from my yes. school. And I was referring to one of them. You would know if I'm referring to you or not, because I would say your name in a certain way. You would just call me Liv. Well, if I referred to you as Olivia. One
0: of them goes by Lulu, which I'm I always you. thought was the weirdest thing ever. Cause I was like, I could have had the name name as like the nickname as Lulu.
1: I was in a writing class and there were two other Emily's. And
0: did you assert your dominance as the best Emily? No. I By was knocking shitted upon. Things off?
1: <laughs> my trainer hated me. <laughs> I
0: would just like make uncomfortable eye contact with them every time I saw them and like not move my eyes away until I did.
1: Well, anyways, the That's point. That's why you assert your dominance. The point of this conversation is when I'm referred to. I understand even if I recognize the voice, if they're talking to me versus talking to someone else because they say my name in a very specific way because I value sound over sight. You're
0: like, you're like in the woods, like Edward Cullen. Say it. Say my name.
1: Hotman. <laughs> no, it's not name. Thalman. It's say what it is. You're a vampire clearly didn't watch a movie. <laughs> no, I clearly
0: <laughs> didn't. I was probably too excited to be looking at, uh, what's his name? Robert Pattinson. We're going to make another What, show not out. Taylor
1: Lautner? Shark, Shark Boy?
0: Dude, I was always Team Vampire. I always got so much flack for it, but I was like Robert Pattinson. Well, I mean, Taylor Lautner Cedric looks like a lot more. <laughs> if you hear this, please Cedric. don't call me because I will not be able to talk to you without severely sweating more than I already am. <laughs> Which is really hot, I know.
1: (laughs) I like how every time you talk about a celebrity, you call them out like they're going to watch this.
0: I know, because if there is that one one millionth of a chance that Jack Black Uh listens to this, Uh I'm going to take full advantage of that. Especially even if Robert Pattinson, Robert, if you listen to this. My name's Olivia. That's why we're on a first name basis. You can also call me Liv because my numerology works really well that way. Listen to the last episode. Or the no, it's the next episode. Jesus. <laughs> Please do not actually call me because I might throw up and I will sweat. A muffin basket would suffice with like a nice written card signed. Thank you. I also like the color pink. So pink cellophane on the muffin basket would do wonders. Thank you. So, Jack
1: Black, we're going to do a duet. As you guys have <laughs> already heard, I expressed that it is winter time. So, what what is happening with the nature spirits now that it is almost springtime? Oh
0: yeah, I'm really glad that you have all these
1: points and talking points. I know you were very like not here right now. <laughs> Dude, I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah. And we started so- talking
0: about Robert Pattinson. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, it's almost springtime. What's happening with the nature spirits?
0: It's really cute. So um, recently, and M pointed this out in the video that mm-hmm. it's because we've been having nature spirits on our Asana task to-do list as a topic that I have not paid attention to. <laughs> I uh, wake up in the morning and I feel like I can perceive the energy that is coming off of the ground from nature itself. And it changes from day to day. So using psychic abilities, the abilities that I use to perceive The things going on in nature are clairvoyantly, clairsentiently, and clairsentiently like emotionally as well as like physically feeling things. And when I say clairvoyantly it's not like I'm physically seeing like these cool colors like I don't know radiating off of nature. I see them within my mind's eye. So today when we went to a heavily wooded area do that makes it sound like a murder
1: be- like the beginning of a murder thing you're like we went to i a... am darkness itself what were you <laughs> expecting
0: you literally started this podcast with we went to a heavily wooded area it's like actually i started see- this
1: podcast of we took a hike in literal snow <laughs> i just think heavily wooded area
0: gives me like murderer vibes well duh darkness itself <sighs> anyways sorry what were we were talking about robert Pattison? <laughs>
1: We're talking about it being springtime. Maybe it's
0: Patterson. Is it Patterson or
1: Patterson? I do not know. I I'm was sorry team if I werewolf. offended you what? Of team course werewolf. you were.
0: <laughs> Jesus. <sighs>
1: <sighs> I'm gonna tell
0: you about my disappointment later. Anyways, I can perceive <laughs> clairvoyantly, or with ever associated Claire's the energy of nature, and it's interesting because it's been changing. So we when we went to the park today. The trees were giving off a light blue and light green hue, if you will. Hugh Jackman? Sorry. And the ground was giving off orange and yellow vibes, which is interesting. Because at first I had to discern what colors were coming from which sort of nature. And it was funny because... <laughs> ah, Gojo! He goes... Gojo says, because I was about to explain where the orange and yellow were coming from and how they explained the different colors coming from where, but the fun guy piped up and we're like we're the orange and yellow get it because they're a
1: fun guy no i don't get it you have to explain it
0: my i had a, <laughs> I had a teacher in college and he would only say fungi cool story so the fun guys <laughs> told me fungi guy, fungi guy, told <laughs> sorry
1: <sighs> She's slap happy now. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm reaching
0: the wall. The terminal velocity. Clearly
1: walking six miles was not good for you.
0: Dude, my booty is just completely You gotta get overworked. out more. I do. I'm soft. Anyways, the fungi were telling me that they are the ones that were emitting the orange and yellow frequencies, which make me feel like a forward progressive energy of creativity and nourishment. And then the trees, according to the fungi, were the ones emitting the blue and green energy. Blue and green sentiently make me feel more of a passive healing happy energy, which is cute. So the fungi, if you guys don't know, are very important in the soil, because I was, at first I was like, okay, I see that there's like orange and green or orange and yellow on the soil. So like, what's the soil? And the, the fungi popped up and we're like, it's not the soil, it's us. <laughs> Jesus. Because the soil is nutrients. However, trees uptake nutrients with their roots, right? Yes, basic elementary, my dear Watson. But what people don't know is that trees communicate and also get different types of nutrients broken down for them into a more soluble state for their existence by none other than the fungi. So there are things called rhizospheres and rhizomes. These are the fungal or microbial attachments to trees' existing roots that allow them to not only extend their reach of nutrient availability... But also communicate with other trees through chemical signals and whatnot. But as a medium, I get to talk to them without that, and it's super freaking cool. So the forward, happy, progressive, nurturing, nourishing energy coming from the fungi was like, "It's wintertime, bitch. We helping these. We helping these trees. You know, I rub their their roots; they rub mine. It's a good. It's a good relationship." And the trees were like, "Yeah, we feel a lot better." Now that we get to relax a little bit, don't have to worry about making all these sugars through photosynthesis of our leaves. And the fungi are helping us to communicate, rejuvenate, and renew ourselves for springtime. Which is why they had the more passive, helpful, happy greens and blues of like receiving healing. Whereas the fungi were generating the healing. Yeah. It was really cute. It's really I talked to some fun guy <laughs> and Gojo just keeps going fun
1: Jesus! <laughs> it also makes me think
0: about bonsai, like a bonsai tree, you know, my God, you can only talk about bonsai trees by saying that just so you know, but you got to do it the same way with fungi. guy, Jesus, <laughs> sorry,
1: <laughs> Fungi. guy.
0: Yeah, there we go. It makes you feel good, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's all I got for you. Uh huh. Unless you want me to fan, fan, fangirl about Jack Black and Robert Pattinson some more.
1: Unless you have anything more to say about the fairies or the nature spirits,
0: I don't think so. You guys want to learn more about fairies and or dragons, dude? We got videos and podcasts on that too, and we are gonna make more videos about nature things if you so please. So you should uh let us know your paranormal, true crime, metaphysical. I don't really want to know about your true crime stories. Sorry, omit that i'm gonna leave it in but also don't tell me about it because it's scary but let me know about your spiritual metaphysical and paranormal stories and if you relate as a nature person or a non-nature person because perspective is everything if you haven't learned from this podcast when we talk about adhd autism neurodivergence and neurotypical brains
1: it's cool so if you guys are interested next week we're going to be covering numerology and uh, if you are interested in that, I think you can subscribe or do some sort of following on a podcast. So do that.
0: Yeah, you can follow us and all of the downloads help, please. We're trying so hard. God, we also God. have we have more. We, OK, remember how I was telling you the other day that we don't have any listeners from Africa? We do now. So for all of you so African gonna listeners. Yes, I'm going to call you out because I appreciate you. It's so freaking cool. I love it. I'm sorry. I just didn't know if we get any listeners from Africa, and we do, and I just want that one person to know that I appreciate you, and it's super cool.
1: Also, if you're interested, we talk to the sun on our Patreon. What
0: I'm saying hi. I only know one word in, like, Swahili.
1: If you guys are interested, we talked to The Sun in one of our bonus videos on Patreon. So if you're interested in becoming a Patreon, the link is in the description. But now you want to hear all about the friends that you could have if you are a part of Patreon. Here are our shoutouts.
0: And when she says friends, she means it because our Patreon starts with a Discord server. So it's like a fun group chat with all of your best friends that like to talk about
1: metaphysical things. Savannah.
0: (laughs) Just ignores me. <laughs>
1: Trinity. Avery. Cassandra. Anthony. Violet. Peyton. Verena. Allie. Mac, Autumn. Thias. Victoria. Jenny. Laurel. Brianna. Nate. Bradley. Sandy. Sherry. Christina. Sushi. Anita. Katie. Charles. Jen. Holly. Krista. Flo. Abby.
0: Malacca? Yeah, that's how you say its name. You're a towel. And you'll never know... Until next week. We are yo, madam, oh, Wow. But seriously, Jack Black, I'm looking to shop ideas for making a jingle for our YouTube videos. No capes.